Hey everybody, I'm Eric Arnault and this is day 13 of the Nerdalogs presents Your Stories Fortnite from the Heart celebration. We are so close to the end here, just two pieces left and I tried to save some really great ones for the close, starting with this newer piece from Faith D'Amato, a more recent friend of the show whose entire family it turns out are incredible storytellers. Faith shared this piece about a trip to Antarctica at a show from Los Angeles last January, and I thought it was such a sweet, thoughtful, even educational reflection on romance and mating habits in nature and in people. That's paired with a recording of myself, Dwight, and Claire performing the Damn Yankees classic High Enough from a 2014 show at the Public House Theater, for sure one of the grandest power ballads of all time. Now my own personal Fortnite today includes a donation to Creating IT Futures, an organization that my drummer friend Jeff LaRoe actually works for. Creating IT Futures aims to diversify the tech workforce by helping to train and place underrepresented communities in IT work. It's pretty wonderful and frankly necessary. To learn more about what they do, direct your browser to creatingitfutures.org. So just two more pieces left, a demato today, who could we have tomorrow? Well, come back then and enjoy the heck out of this one. We have two more storytellers tonight. I'm going to apologize in advance for this next introduction. Uh, you'll get it. Uh, you'll get it at the end. So... Um, in Chicago, we know this this really wonderful dude. He's actually kind of like a hero of the Chicago podcast scene because he won, runs this uh, this great like Patreon campaign. He makes a lot on Patreon, like enough to sustain really a whole podcast empire. And I think that that is an inspiration to all of us. He is an avid gamer, avid Star Wars fan, very politically active. He runs a bunch of actual play Star Wars podcasts, which are really cool. It's like where you take a role-playing game and play it on a podcast and people really like it. And he goes to like conventions like Gen Con and... Fuck, it's amazing. Anyway, this is a sister. This is Faith D'Amato. I will be your James D'Amato stand-in for the evening. Um, over Christmas, my family and I played a game that my brother was playtesting uh, for... Uh, the band The Decemberist. The game is called Illamot. It's very fun. Keep a lookout for it on Kickstarter, and I believe it's coming out in August. Um, and I won that competition by over 16 points. Yeah. That has nothing to do with my story. I just want people to know. <laughs> um, so over Christmas, I did get the uh, privilege of spending... Uh, the last few days of the year in my absolute favorite place in the world, um, Antarctica. It is this unbelievably gorgeous, serene place from the mountains to the icebergs and the glacier that glaciers that glow in the sunshine. It's just the most magical place that I've ever been. Um, it's incredibly peaceful. And when I was there, we saw an abundance of water, well, wildlife, Stunning whales, breaching, adorable, blubbery seals napping on icebergs, and my favorite, perfect little penguins sledding down mountains on their bellies. And all of this turned me into a little anime character. I was just overwhelmed by how cute and adorable nature is. Um, 
I mean, especially the penguins with their little chicks and their little penguin highways, which are our roads that penguins carve in the snow so they can all get through together and they like work together all season to make them. And it is just so freaking cute. And they also go around the penguin colony and pick up rocks and bring them to their mates at their nest to make their nest so much better. And sometimes they steal them from other penguins or walk them all the way from the beach and it is just the best. Um, I, I absolutely love penguins. The way they walk, they have to walk with their wings back like this because they can't balance because their bodies are so goddamn awkward. But they are amazing little mountain climbers. You could see these little guys hopping up huge cliffs just to get to their nests. It's incredible. And then when you see them in the water, they look like little whales. They're so graceful and so beautiful. I could spend days sitting on the Antarctic shores watching penguins come in and out of the ocean and climb these mountains. And I was absolutely sure that if I sat there still long enough, one of them would hobble over to me and want a hug. It didn't happen, but I'm convinced if I spent enough time, it could. I I am absolutely in love with them. One day when I was basking in all of the penguin goodness, 2016 decided to land its final crippling kick to the groin. I was gushing about the penguins bringing rocks to each other and brought up my favorite childhood film, The Pebble and the Penguin. Then I said the words that would send my reality spinning out of orbit. My absolute favorite thing about penguins is that they mate for life and they propose to each other with little stones. Suddenly, as if summoning a demon, two of the naturalists who I had befriended popped out of nowhere. Actually, they said, that isn't true. Penguins don't mate for life. They went on to further explain how penguins are really more monogamish and they really only stay faithful to their partners for one mating season. They occasionally come back to the same partner if, say, they had a successful mating season, but they would easily throw that partner away if they had a better offer the next year. (sighs) (laughs) It's about survival of the fittest. It's about repopulation, they said, not devotion or romance. Trying to personify nature is a waste of time because nature isn't cute. I was crushed. Absolutely inconsolable. What the fuck do you mean nature isn't cute? I was very happy believing that this was a perfect little wonderland. For the rest of the the trip, as if cursed, every time I uttered the word cute, a naturalist would be summoned to explain in excruciating detail why nature was not, in fact, cute. See that cute little penguin chick? It'll probably get eaten by a skua or freeze to death because global warming has made it warm enough that it rains this type of time of year instead of snows, and they don't have uh, waterproof feathers yet. They'll freeze and die. Or, you know, maybe they'll starve to death because one of their parents will be eaten by a seal or a killer whale. (laughs) Nature is about survival of the fittest. Nature is not cute.
I have been lied to for years. From children's cartoons to science classes to documentaries, thank you so much, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> 2016 was a nasty year. Aside from the abundance of celebrity deaths and political atrocities, it was a frustrating, stagnant year for my career. It was a year where I had my heart completely shattered. It was a year where my mother's cancer became active again. And this seemed like the exact shitty way how this year would wrap up in a nice little terrible bow. Believe it or not, I am a romantic. And I am an optimist, <laughs> but I believe in science, and I don't want to be the kind of person who denies facts when they're presented. And I can't manipulate these facts in a way that says that penguins mate for life because they don't. And there's, in fact, no species of penguin that does. But what I can do is this. And my apologies to the, my naturalist friends, but I'm going to personify penguins one more time. Here are these silly little flightless birds that um, I hold as my romantic ideals. No, they don't make for life, but I think what they do is so much better. Penguins spend months before the mating season preparing. They gain weight to bulk up in preparation for the weeks that they will have to sit on the nest without food. They fight their hardest to get a prime nesting location to keep them safe from predators. And sometimes they have to climb up mountains to do so, using over a quarter of their diet just to get to their nests. They fight their, uh, they um, scour the nesting grounds and beaches for not just one rock, but hundreds of little rocks to build a strong nest. And then they defend those nests from predators. Penguins don't have great defense techniques on land. They have silly little wings, and they can make sounds. But it's really hard to defend yourself against real predators. They put every ounce of effort that they have into having a successful mating season. They put their lives on the line and work with their partner to accomplish a singular goal. They succeed and fail together. In human romance, we put a lot of weight into magical feelings that are supposed to keep us together. But if we're being realistic, love is a mix of different chemical reactions in the brain, and that alone is a lot to base a life off of. Maybe along with those warm, fuzzy, cute feelings, maybe we should be seeking a partner who has the same goal as us. Whether that goal is to create a lasting monogamous bond or be the greatest power couple of all time or create an exciting polyamorous relationship. I believe the best way to do this is by finding someone who wants the same thing. Someone who is prepared as you are to put in the effort. Someone who will help you pebble by pebble build the lives that you want to live. These pebbles don't have to be perfect. They don't have to be magical. They just have to be purposeful. So on a final note to this demon year that was 2016, you unfortunately get to keep the likes of David Bowie. But I get to keep penguins as my romantic ideal. So fuck you. 
You didn't escape with all of the good in the world. There's still plenty of it to go around. Thank you. Faith D'Amato, everybody. You know, maybe those nasty naturalists say nature isn't cute, but I want to say Faith and I went to uh, this this place on Fairfax earlier called uh, Barkin' Bitches, and it is a combination like Pet Store Boutique and like a rescue shelter where the dogs run around in the store. And it is the world's most adorable thing. And oh my God, I just, I want to live there. Holy shit, it was awesome. Also, I do want to say Faith told me to introduce her brother instead of her. Uh, I would like to say she's also a very, very accomplished uh, writer and actress. And uh, I met her because of a Girl Meets World podcast that she did. That is true. And I think tonight is a series finale for Girl Meets World. So let's pour one out for Corey and Topanga and the end of their story. We have... Seriously, though, love them. Love that couple. That's a power couple, Corey and Topanga. Holy shit. But we're going to play songs. I don't know. I, to me, Fellowship, like, the first thing I thought of was Supergroups. So we're going to do songs by Supergroups. So this next song, you know, you get it. You get it. Like, the Fellowship of the Ring was like a supergroup of the, the peoples of Middle-earth. It really was, even so, though they included four hobbits. Right. Now, if you imagine that the peoples of Middle-earth were made up of the races of sticks. And and uh, Night Ranger and also Ted Nugent. This, this is what would have resulted. What a horrible world! <laughs> it is not a stretch. We're gonna win you guys over with some songs.
Miles Monroe has a great bit about that song. If you've seen the video, so the premise is the band is holed up in a house, and, like, the police are attacking them for some reason. And during the solo is, like, when they're shooting at the house, and Ted Nugent comes out and deflects bullets with the power of his guitar solo. No! It's pretty awesome. What? Yeah. <laughs> the irony is that, of course, Ted Nugent loves bullets. Uh, but he also loves guitar okay. solos. Wrong crowd, maybe. Um... <laughs> Ted Nugent is a noted gun rights activist. And a dick. Yeah. This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash nerdalogs to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.